The Capo and Joe Podcast is brought to you by Bold City Heating and Air. Fast and reliable AC service. Oh, the lights are on. The mics are rolling as we are firing up a Campo and Joe podcast. Welcome in. If you're watching on Facebook Live, totally appreciate it. Your boss may not, but we appreciate you hanging out with us, Facebook Live, or wherever you catch us in podcast form uh, via watching us or listening to us. Joe C. from XL Primetime, our head coach, Dave Campo. He is certainly a Duvaler till he dies. D-T-W-D. It's right. Duval till we die. Absolutely. Are you right with that, Coach? I'm up for it. Absolutely. All right. All right. Listen, That's me. We are. We're going to talk some Jaguar football, and I think we're going to tie it together with the Super Bowl, and then also finish off with some Super Bowl talk. But you know, we're into the off season. Uh, we're going to be definitely drilling down on free agent decisions, tag decisions. What happens with Josh Allen? What happens with Calvin Ridley? Uh, but we figure we might spend a fair amount of time in this Campo and Joe podcast talking about something this guy knows a lot about, which is competing in the Super Bowl. You know a lot about it and just how big it is. So let's set up our Jaguar topic, but at least give us a sense of just how big the week is being in it. Well, it's obviously, it's very exciting. You know, the first week, uh, I've mentioned many times that when you win the AFC championship or the NFC championship, there's a, there's a big-time rush mm-hmm. because it's so hard to get there and to know that when you win that game – you're in the ultimate game. Yeah. The good thing is we had one of our three Super Bowls to where there was only a week between that and the Super Bowl, and it was not as enjoyable for mm-hmm. me mm-hmm. because when you have two weeks, the first week you get all of the incidentals out of the way, the right. tickets, the you know family members, who's mm-hmm. coming, who's you know all those things. You get them out of the way, and then at the week of the Super Bowl, it's all business. Mm-hmm. And then obviously, it's an exciting, exciting time yeah. when you know that you know basically 150, 200 million, whatever it is, it's, is going to watch the game. Yeah. So uh, you know the one game we had with Atlanta in Atlanta, mm-hmm. there was only a week, so we went directly from the NFC Championship game to the venue to the uh, Atlanta. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you were right back into a game week. Yeah. In some ways, that's better from the standpoint that you're continuing right. to do what you're doing. You've that got the formula. Yeah, exactly. But as far as enjoyment is concerned, the best is when you got the two weeks. All right. So we're going to stay on the Super Bowl, but let's set it up just from a Jaguars point of view. And we know how close this football team was going back to the early years. We know how close they were when they made the run in 2017. They've hosted or played in AFC Championship games, which is the the Final Four, let's call it. The Final Four is pretty good. If you told a basketball coach in college that he made it to three Final Fours, that'd be pretty good. That's what this football team has done. But they've just not been able to break through and and crack that egg and get to the Super Bowl. So we said, okay, let's do a one, two, three recipe. What is it going to take for this team, one, two, and three, to get to the Super Bowl? Now, you can think of the Detroit Lions and what they've been able to do. That looks like they've hired the right coach. they got a battery of really, really good players. And we can look at it a number of different ways. But for the Jaguars part in this, let's just start off with Trevor, okay? Because I think if you're going to say one, two, three recipe, he is the number one guy. Now, Coach, he needs to play better. Right. He needs to stay healthy. Uh, and this football team offensively needs to get back on the tracks, which they kind of got off the tracks a little bit, off the rails this last year. Yeah, there's no question that the quarterback is an integral part of the whole equation. And 
we're very fortunate because we're close. You know, mm-hmm. we were nine and eight. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, that's listen. Uh, we weren't three and and fourteen. Right. We were nine and eight. So the quarterback is is the catalyst. And when you have a guy like Trevor Lawrence who has a great deal of talent, uh, he needs number one. Mm-hmm. He needs to dial down and make sure he's not turning the football yeah. over. Yeah. That's probably number one. If you don't turn the ball over in this league with the parity that's there mm-hmm. and you on defense turn the ball over, mm-hmm. you got a pretty good chance of, of winning football games. So yeah. for me, uh, the guy has proven that he can win nine games. Well, that means that he's probably three games at the most away from mm-hmm. being in the big one. Yeah. You know, and so to me, that's number one. Yeah. And I, I think it's hugely important what you said is that this team, Trevor in particular, they need to protect the football. They need to quit making those what could be game costing mistakes. And then it all starts to add up. Now, Trevor went on a five game winning streak. This football team went on a five game winning streak. This football team was in position before they got to December to, to lock up the number one seed. We all know what happened. Right. But I, I agree with you. He has to really drill down this offseason. And this could be a Doug Peterson, a Press Taylor, a Mike McCoy, who's his quarterback's coach, everybody that's involved offensively to just all look each other in the eye and say, look, we need to be accountable to each other and we need to take our game up another level. And I got to believe Trevor's looking in the mirror going, I got to quit coughing up the football. Right. There's no question that uh, he's looking at it saying that uh, he was part of the problem Mm -hmm. for sure. There were a lot of situations that caused the the little downturn in my Mm -hmm. mind. But, you know, he's he's a smart guy Mm -hmm. and he's a winner. Mm -hmm. And, you know, he's sitting there looking and saying, hey, but, you know, I had my part in this. I got to get it fixed. Right. I I just, you know, I, I keep coming back to the fact that he's got to stay healthy mm-hmm. because, you know, a lot of what goes on from here on out is going to be whether they protect him or not. Right, right. If he's protected and he just stays within himself and doesn't feel like he has to make every single play, mm-hmm. then I think we're on the right road to getting mm-hmm. to get there. Yeah, because if you think one, two, three recipe, what is it? Number two, I would think, at least I would put in there, protect the quarterback. Absolutely. And though, and we'll be looking at the draft again, coach, and maybe looking at offensive line draft choice in the first round. But if they don't protect him, I've always used this rule. If the offensive line isn't solid, you're going to have a difficult time protecting your quarterback and running the football, which means you're going to have a difficult time moving the chains. If you don't move the chains, you punt, you play defense, and then your defense starts to get worn out. Absolutely. So that offensive line is so important. And plus the fact that, you know, when you talk about the defense, you know, a defense can hang in there if they're turning the ball over. Mm -hmm. But Mm -hmm. turnovers aren't guaranteed. You know, it has to be the right situation. A lot of them are when you're in in the lead in a ball game. Mm -hmm. So uh, you can't count on turnovers on defense. You should be able to count on not turning the ball over on offense because that's you making the the, the decisions, yeah, yeah. whoever it is, whether it's a, a guy not holding on to the football or a mm-hmm. guy throwing the ball, you know, into coverage or whatever it is. So if we think about one, two, and three, and I think we agree quarterback and line are one and two, what's three? If I think about the Kansas City Chiefs, they've got the coach, they've got the quarterback, and they've got a dynamic big-time playmaker in Chris Jones on the defensive right. side of the football you might be able to say the same thing about San Francisco. I don't know if I'd say Brock Purdy is a dynamic quarterback just yet, but they certainly have a great 
head coach and Kyle Shanahan, and they got Nick Bosa on the other right. side. So right. would you go pass rush? Yeah, I, I, there's no question you have to affect the quarterback. Mm-hmm. And I don't think it's just the outside guys, because I right. think our outside guys here in Jacksonville, uh, I mean, how many, they have, what, uh, 17 and a half and, and, and 11 and a half? Yeah, and they led the league in quarterback pressures yeah. as a combination. Yeah. Now, uh, some of it is inside. Mm-hmm. You know, you, a couple things happen with inside pressure. You push the ball back into the quarterback, so mm-hmm. he feels more pressure mm-hmm. than when a guy's coming from the outside right. to where he's got some confidence in the tackles. He's mm-hmm. not, you know, he feels like they can run him around the pocket. But when there's pressure in the guy's face, that changes the dynamic. That's number one. Mm-hmm. But number two, when you stay in your gaps and you're pressuring the quarterback, there's not a lot of area for them to step up and run. Yeah, you know, get up into, into the deal. The only way that what they can do is they have to step up and then go underneath mm-hmm. the outside rushes and get to the outside. Mm-hmm. But the quicker that pressure comes on them, the yeah. more they're affected in throwing the football. So those interior linemen... And then add the run game to it. Yeah, you got an issue. Yeah, and that's what we have right now in my mind. That's yeah. why that's probably number two. Yeah, they need to firm up the offensive line to where the quarterback can operate mm-hmm. and they can run the football. Yeah. So honestly, give your quarterback a chance to feel comfortable. And I do feel like Trevor got. I think he heard the alarm clock going off a little sooner than he should have. Absolutely. Because I, you know this. Watch Pat Mahomes invite pressure. Right. And he wants to bring them to him as close as he possibly can before he escapes or slides, like you're describing. Absolutely. Trevor needs to get there. Yep. Uh, And then the other side, like we just talked about, the defensive front needs to make that guy uncomfortable, knocking him off the spot. I think I think one of the things that you're looking at it, it, when you evaluate this season is mm-hmm. that the wheels really didn't come off until Trevor got hurt the yeah, first time. It's true. It's true. But we critical. lost Kirk. We, there was, you know, Zay Jones was yeah. here and there and Cam Robinson was gone. Mm-hmm. But in reality, the wheels came off when he got hurt and he really couldn't do some of the things mm-hmm. that he can do as far as you know, continuing plays, yeah. uh, you know, moving with his legs, those mm-hmm. kind of things. Yeah. And that, you know, to me, that, that it just, when you become stationary, mm-hmm. you better have that offensive line that can protect you. Right. And, and it, it's crazy because he got hurt the first knee injury. He was able to wear the brace and he won two key road games yep. against New Orleans and Pittsburgh. And then they went into the bye week, they come out and they're starting to feel their stride a little bit. And then, he gets hurt again. Cam goes down. Kirk gets hurt. Zay's not 100%. And really, it did snowball at that Absolutely. Point. And a lot of people say that's excuses, but that's, to me, that's opinion. Yeah. You know, the opinion is you get enough guys hurt and they're key guys. San Francisco struggled like crazy when Debo Samuel mm-hmm. wasn't in yeah. there. Yeah, or Trent Williams. Yeah. Or Trent Williams. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, you lose a key guy. That's different than just saying, oh, we got a bunch of injuries. We lost our offensive guard. Yeah. They bring another guy in that might be a, a step back, but right. it's not as big as losing one of your key guys. Yeah. And so that that was an issue. Uh, go back and, and we'll just finish up the, the, the third. That defensive front, you were here as an assistant coach <clears throat> under Jack Del Rio. When Marcus Stroud and John Henderson, and and you can go to Mike Pete in the yeah. linebacker position, but the bottom that triangle of trust and 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 just really really good football players, 
they own the middle defensively. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and, and you know, once you, once you have guys, if you win up front, mm-hmm. your linebackers have a chance to be great players. And the DBs have a, a chance to be great if you're getting pressure with that front. Yeah. So the combination of those things are the key on defense yeah, is making yeah. sure that, you know, if you could stop, force double teams inside, the linebackers should be able to play. So, you know, again, I think we have to make some improvement there, however we do it. I don't know if, if it's going to be the draft or whether it's going to be free agency or what. And Josh Allen, at the very least, talked at the Pro Bowl, said he wants to be a Jaguar. They know it. He knows it, all that type of stuff. And so we'll find out where it goes. We'll keep an eye on that one. But at the very least, they know they got to pay him some way, somehow. And then they have to make decisions off of that. How much can they dedicate to Calvin? Trevor, what's his big deal going to look like? Campbell, Cisco, Walker, on and on and on with the other guys. All right, so let's spend the second half of our show talking about the Super Bowl. Uh, And I'm reading this one stat, and this just gives you an idea. We talked on XL Primetime earlier this week about the quarterbacks that have played in the Super Bowl that are still currently playing in the National Football League. Gone has been Roethlisberger. Gone is Drew Brees. Tom Brady. Aaron Rodgers is hurt. We don't know exactly how good he's going to be. Russell Wilson, he's played in a couple of them. One, one. Those guys, there, there's there's only so many of, of those big names. Four out of those, well, at least three out of those five have walked away. Aaron Rodgers has got to come back from a significant injury. And Russell isn't as great as he once was. The Capo and Joe podcast is brought to you by Bold City Heating and Air. Fast and reliable AC service. Since then, you've had Matthew Stafford win. You've had Jared Goff start in a Super Bowl and lose. You've had Mahomes basically rule with four of the last five Super Bowls he started. There aren't that many starting quarterbacks. Joe Burrow, there aren't that many starting quarterbacks right now in the National Football League that have played in the Super Bowl. Absolutely. You, you forgot Drew Brees in yeah, that yeah. bunch that, you yeah. know, that's gone now. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Uh, and, and, and I'll be honest with you. Uh, young guys have to take the place. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, that's why the Trevor Lawrences and the, and the uh, Strouds mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, some of these guys, the Purdies, mm-hmm. uh, you know, they have to step up a, lot, a, a notch to, yeah. be, to be with those guys. And I think Holmes, mm-hmm. uh, Mahomes, mm-hmm. is the guys you're He's talking the about. standard now. Yeah, there's no question about it. So, you know, I think that they have an edge just because of that alone. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of other things involved in the ball game as well. Yeah. So, it, 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 if nothing else, it sets the table where if this quarterback can get it going, then they may have a chance to be one of the elite teams if he's leading them, which is what Mahomes, Mahomes proved a lot this year that he was able to lead a football team with not necessarily all the great players around right. him. Correct. You think about it. He said goodbye over the last couple of seasons to some pretty big playmakers. Uh, and they, like, look at this stat. He has started an entire football regular season in playoff games. 17 playoff games. That's how good he is. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> He's good. He's one of the top guys. Trevor started in two. Yeah. Now, Trevor certainly hasn't been in the league as long as Pat Mahomes has. Right. Right. But Pat Mahomes is a fixture now. He was unbeaten at home. Now he's unbeaten on the road in the postseason. Playoffs. Yep, absolutely. So it's crazy. All right, so what do you like as keys when we take a look at this? Strength on strength. Both of these teams have really good defenses. Both of these teams have scoring offenses. What do you like? 
Well, first of all, I think uh, San Francisco's defense is going to be uh, one of the keys in this ball game from the standpoint that uh, you know they they are going to have to handle uh, Mahomes and his ability to make plays. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, one of the keys is going to be don't let them get the running game going. You know, if if they can get Pacheco going, uh, and he's been banged up a little bit, but if they get him going. Uh, I think it's Katie bar the door because mm-hmm. he, he they don't have the uh, cheetah anymore, mm-hmm. right. but they've got good players mm-hmm. all the way along in that in that group, the Scantlings mm-hmm. and uh, Rices and uh, you know those guys are all. And of course, you throw Kelsey in there, mm-hmm. you got a oh you got gosh, a, yeah. a great deal. So San Francisco's defense is going to have to stop the running game and force. Force the uh, issue with Mahomes and and those receivers and Fred Warner and you could really go down the line on the defensive side. Chase Young is really starting to come into his own as a pass rusher out there. Nick Bosa, of course, leads the way. Uh, Greenlaw, you can get to the back end. Randy Gregory, you yeah. got in that yeah. bunch. Yeah. Yes, you know they and got then, some guys that can rush the passer now. Yeah, and so if I go back and I look at what the pass pressure that Kansas City created for Jalen Hurts made things difficult for him. If you go back to Mahomes against Tampa Bay, the Buccaneers made life hell for him that day. Right. And so that pass pressure, I really do think, like I'm surprised Baltimore didn't get to him as much as I thought they right. might. And right. I still wonder, I still think, the 49ers might be able to against that offensive line. It's going to be interesting to see. I think that's one of the keys to the football game. Mm-hmm. It's going to have to affect him in some way. Yeah. And I think part of it is you just can't give up the big play. If they can, if they can pressure with four, and sit back and play zone, and they can't run the ball, mm-hmm. then they're in. When I say zone, mm-hmm. in coverage mm-hmm. doesn't have to be zone, but it, you know if they can rush four and and keep the back end intact mm-hmm. without having to put the extra guy up for the run, uh, then I think San Francisco has a chance because mm-hmm. uh, you know I, I think Mahomes. Feasts on one-on-ones, and and uh, if they can run the football, now all of a sudden you're, you know, the play-action game, the whole works. Mm-hmm. And, and how do you think the running game factors in for Mahomes? Because Isaiah Paco Pacheco is what I like to call him. He's hurt, banged up a little bit, but he is one tough son of oh, a gun. He is absolutely. He, he runs. All, he runs angry. Yeah, he's the king of angry runs, and he's got one more week to rest. He's got right. a bad toe. Uh, at least more well more than one injury, lower leg injury that he's dealing with. But anyway, if that run game can get going, it'll help do what you're talking Absolutely. about. Absolutely, you know they're they're going to have to stop the run, uh, and if they can do it without adding secondary guys to it, mm-hmm. I'm San Francisco's got a little bit of an edge. Mm-hmm. Now on the other side of the ball, the defense is going to be a factor because you got a young quarterback. They got a lot of playmakers mm-hmm. on San Francisco's offense, but the Chiefs, uh, Spagnola's done an excellent job of figuring out who they have to handle mm-hmm. and who, you know, who they, uh, you know, ha- can put pressure on. Right. And I think they can do that. And that's going to be a factor in this ball game as well. So if you're looking for X-Factor guys, you mentioned Marquez Valdez, Scantling. He has come up with a few key catches here of late. Yes. Rishi Rice, I, I really do like the way this guy's evolved. He's yep. a rookie yep. and he's been able to come in and make plays for them. And, and obviously Kelsey. Kelsey, Look like things had, well, it, be, it became a, it swiftly became a concern. Uh, that's uh, interesting. See how I did Very that? Very good. Yeah. It's, that's excellent. It swiftly became a concern because he was 
becoming Travis Dropsy instead of Travis Kelsey yeah. with Taylor Swift, uh, right. his, his, his love and yeah. inspiration. He's been at the Grammys and headed over to Japan, so yeah. I don't think he has to worry about it as much. I you guarantee you I mean? she makes it back. She might make it yeah, back, yeah. but she isn't there all the time. Oh, and so <laughs> he really had a hell of a game against Baltimore. Yeah, I think that one of the keys, another key for the San Francisco defense is I think if I was playing them, mm-hmm. I would make a decision that Kelsey's not going to beat me and let everything else Take care of itself. Is that a, and I'm just throwing names out here, is that a Warner, Greenlaw, yeah, Ward? Bang them off the line and have someone of the safeties on them okay. all the time. So Traverius Ward and some of those guys are really going to have to. Absolutely. Because he's a bigger guy, Yeah, number seven. He's got yeah. a physical nature to him. Obviously, Warner can run and, yep. and make plays uh, from the linebacking position. And I even right. think he probably has uh, one of the top guys picking off footballs from the linebacker right. spot. So he's really good. All right, so... X factors. Who else could could it be? Because I'm going to nominate a guy that did what you did. Steve Spagnuolo could be a real yeah. major X factor. Absolutely. Yeah, that's he's. That's why I say their group mm-hmm. is a, a, a guy that uh, the guy is a really good football coach, mm-hmm. and he's been able to pick out who they have to stop mm-hmm. in order to win. Okay, and that's a big part of it. You know, you have to look and say, okay, who do we have to take out of the game? And uh, you know, and with that offense that uh, that San Francisco's got, they have to not let McCaffrey get going. Mm-hmm. That's number one. More so even with Kansas City, because I think Kansas City could survive if they had to throw the ball a little bit more than. Right. I don't think San Francisco can survive if they don't have the running game and getting okay. the ball to McCaffrey, whether it's in the passing game or whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't think that they can do it. They have a tight end that can make plays. Right. They've got Debo Samuel, which is another key in my mind. Mm-hmm. If I'm going in, I'm making sure Debo Samuel doesn't touch the football. Yeah. Uh, and how, you know, I think that that really limits mm-hmm. San Francisco. If you can stop the run and stop Debo Samuel, they got a great shot at winning the game. Yeah, because you, you think of X car uh, X factors, wild cards. Uh, you definitely have to consider Debo Samuel as one of the toughest guys to defend. Absolutely. Because he is a wide receiver playing like a running back. Right. But then sometimes you lull yourself to sleep thinking he's running back and he goes out and he makes plays as a wide receiver. Exactly. And those jet sweeps and all the things that he can bring right. to an and offense. And he's a run after catch. I mean, it's tough to bring down. Mm-hmm. He's, you know, got speed. He's a, he's a big guy. Now they have other players, obviously. Right. But, I, you know, I look at Debo Samuel. And McCaffrey, like I look at uh, Kelsey, mm-hmm. and and uh, you know they'll, they'll, you got to stop their top guys mm-hmm. from beating you. Now, can somebody else beat you? It's the NFL. Those guys are getting paid a lot of money. Mm-hmm. You know, even the guys that you don't hear anything about. All right, let's wrap our show up with this. Mahomes is on a six-game playoff win streak. You know who he's beaten? Trevor Lawrence, Joe Burrow, Jalen Hurts, Tua Tungavaloa, Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson. Ever heard of him? I heard of them all, and, and that makes him a G-O-A-T. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Think of that, Coach. That he's, is, he's replaced Barrett Brady. That is a hell of a run. Yeah. That is a hell of a run. And if this football team, as we bring it back to Jacksonville, if this football team can be properly constructed – and I have my criticisms on Trent Baalke and how he hasn't properly constructed this football team. But just imagine how good and how many things you have to have that you can count on 
him, yep. the quarterback, him. Yep. yep. And then your run game, your yep. line. Just yep. Chris Jones. I'm just on and on and on. Yep. And the coaches. Yeah. And I think that that's, you know, that's why I have confidence in the Jaguars going forward mm-hmm. because they were nine and eight. Mm-hmm. If they were three and 14, there's a lot of things you, you've got right. to fix as well as confidence and everything else. Mm-hmm. But at least nine and eight, you can look and say, okay, I need to load up here. This is all what I need and go get it. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I think that that's going to be a big factor on what they do with Cam Robinson, what, you know, to save cap money. Cause mm-hmm. I think they're going to have to go get some guys in, in, it can't all be through the draft, in my opinion. I think there's got to be some free agents yeah. like they did going from whatever they were, two and whatever, to nine mm-hmm. and eight last year yeah. by bringing in Kirk and bringing yeah. in some guys, Zay Jones and, and some some guys to, to add in there. And then you add a Trayvon Walker or whatever mm-hmm. in the draft. Yeah. And they went out and they got Foyer yeah. on, on that side yeah. of the football yeah. and, and obviously made those types of decisions and free agency spent some money. Brandon Sheriff, maybe a little yep. too expensive, yep. but they were trying to get experience along that right. offensive line. So we'll see where it goes. Like the Foley Fatakasis, unfortunately, they have not worked out. No. Uh, but Foyer has. You're going to find out which of these other guys have that they actually get to uh, uh, have stick around. Right. Uh, Zay may have seen his. Been hurt. Yeah. You know, he hadn't done any, He really didn't do anything this year at yeah. all. And him and so. Jamal Agnew both have been hurt. They may be basically salary cap casualties when right. it's all said and done. But you got to turn it over. You got to have some. They have to have some money. Yeah, I mean, there's no question. They need to have cap space to to be able to put the uh, pieces in place. All right, good stuff, Coach. Listen, we had our Super Bowl kickoff, or excuse me, Super Bowl cookoff. So I'm going to eat these wings after we're done. Get right on them. All right, after I finish my smoothie, they're smelling good. I can tell you that. Well, listen, we appreciate you guys hanging out with us, Coach Dave Campo, Joe C. We will talk to you next week on Campo and Joe. This presentation of the Campo and Joe podcast is brought to you by Bold City Heating and Air, fast and reliable AC service.